This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. And this week, Happy New Year, the first show of 2014. All kinds of top 25s coming out from everybody in the this week we look at Cigar Journal's Top 25 and my favorite Top 25 list of all time. And a message from the North Pole. That's right. About the Cigar Authority. And we put on our rep... Uh, uh, we put our reputation on the line. Yes, we do. We put our <laughs> reputation on the line that uh, we're not reading a script uh, for the citizens of this great country. Uh, by smoking the evil weed. That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to smoke the evil weed. No, 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 not the flower of the Colorado Rockies, <laughs> but Cuban cigars. Welcome, everybody, to 2014 on the Cigar Authority. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up Along with us, you can tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, we're broadcasting or replaying our shows now on YouTube uh, where they'll stay forever. And uh, I've got to send out a little condolence message right now, Chuck. Yes. Okay. I'm very sad to say that uh, a semi-permanent hiatus has been uh, put onto thecigarstation.com who was replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1, and for the time being, no longer playing the show because the Cigar Station is on hiatus. Uh, They're working on some restructuring or whatever they're doing, but uh, Jim Robinson, thank you so much for playing the show uh, for the two years that you played it, and hopefully things work out with you. Maybe they should have went live on Saturdays (laughs) with us, try to keep it alive. Keep it alive and be live. Nobody wants to rebroadcast old stuff, old news. They wanted live. Just Maybe. a recommendation. Just a recommendation. But you I know what? Know. I, w- I was going to the to the station to pick up uh, new music myself. Some of the stuff was very, very good, very yeah. cool, yeah. cutting edge type of music. A little jazz. I'm a big fan of jazz and blues, so uh, they'll be missed. They will. We'll see what happens. Maybe they'll pop back some way or the other. We'll stay in tune with them and touch with them and and let you know as things progress uh, for the cigar station. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, they were off the air. We continue to go on. That's the crazy part of it. That is the crazy part. We have part. nothing. They had everything going on, and we stay yeah, floating. Well, yeah, why is that? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, speaking of having nothing, um, what, what what the hell is going on? All right, You're so, sort of throwing a curveball so, to me here with this Cuban nonsense. Yeah, so we're going to do it. First, gonna, I thought it was weed. I thought we were going, like, full-on Colorado. It is the evil weed here. It is, it is Cuban cigars, and we don't like to do it. We've never done it before on the show, right? We have not. Never. Uh, but because of Cigar Aficionado giving... Did you buy these? Are we breaking the law right now? We're not now? breaking them. I was giving them, and they're authentic. Right. They're a real I, deal. I wouldn't have been breaking the law because you gave it to me, but I was concerned and about you. And I was you. given it by somebody also. You're going to say who? No. Okay. I didn't think uh, so. 
But uh, listen, it is um, the mystique of the cigar world is Cuban cigars. Everybody talks about it all the time. This is uh, it's got to be the greatest thing. Cigar aficionado, for some reason or another, chose a cigar that came out in the fifties. Monte Cristo number two as, I was gonna the, say, as this, the cigar of the year. This looks like Monte Cristo number two. It is Monte Cristo number two. So mm-hmm. this is what they chose for the cigar of the year. So I thought we'd smoke it uh, as illegal and uh, un-American. un-American as it can possibly be. But let's start the year off the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a Cuban. Really? Yep. All right. So um, don't be disappointed. It's okay. not, I did. Uh, Her name was Eleanor. Really? Ooh. No. All right, I got a problem already. What? <laughs> it's a torpedo. It's a torpedo, and mine just exploded. Well. Yeah, Operator user, error. User pulses. error. It's user error because you, you did something you weren't supposed to do because it's time to cut a cigar. The official <laughs> yeah. cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the cigar that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence, you cut the cigar before you were supposed to, and, and that's what happened. The it's called karma. So the, the end cap um, actually cracked a little on you. shouldn't have any effect. No, it should be fine. I'll slobber it up. And now that I already cut, yeah, so I'll slobber it up. Yeah, don't slobber so much. Um, so, uh, yeah, Cigar Aficionado says uh, this is the best cigar of 2013, although it came out uh, 50 years previous to that. Um <laughs> But, uh, hey, we're not just going to beat up Cigar Aficionado. We're going to beat up today Cigar Journal magazine, which, oh. is a, which is a... uh a, you out of your mind? Yeah, we're going for it. We're doing everything wrong this year. This is what it is. <laughs> well, it's been working for us up until yeah. now, so... <laughs> but, um, yeah, th- th- there's always been this uh, mystique of, of Cuban cigars. It must be the best. And I'll, I'll go back to the story of uh, when I was younger... Uh, everybody talked about Coors beer. Coors beer was the greatest beer of all. Oh. You could not get it up in New England at all. And it was uh, west of the Rockies or whatever the heck it was. And um, it was the greatest thing. And I remember traveling uh, to Virginia to, to go pick some up and oh. bring it home and fill the refrigerator with it because I was the cool kid that had all the uh, Coors beer in it. And this is when it used to have two little push tabs into it, and uh, it was the greatest beer until you could all of a sudden you could get it, and then uh, tastes Coors like be- all the other beers. Yeah, maybe worse. It wasn't so good. So uh, this is how I feel about Cuban cigars. Part of the of the allure and the greatness of Cuban cigars is you can't get them. If you could get them, I got a feeling. You know, you you, you look at it a twenty five dollar cigar here at least twenty five um, at, at the very minimum. You know, say you get it out of Spain, where it goes first. Uh, then you go to other countries, and taxation and things end up happening. You want to buy this in Canada? Rudy may know that the cigar is probably seventy bucks. Oh maybe wow! In Canada, seventy. Rudy, let me know if I'm I'm in the ballpark there, but uh, I, I would say it's 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 thereabouts anyway. So uh, let's see if we're going to smoke a $70 cigar, if this is all it's cracked up to be. We're lighting the cigar today with the Vertigo. What is this? This is the Governor. It's 1999. Governor. Governor? It's a, uh, it's a pipe lighter, really, because it's got that right angle coming out of it. And it's a regular soft flame. It's yeah. not a jet flame. They call this a soft flame. Works good for lighting cigars. Uh, one cool thing, if you're a pipe smoker, on the underside of it, it's got a built-in onboard multi-tool, little scraper, little tamper. 
uh, Tampa for pushing the tobacco into your pipe. Unless you want to be like a man, like my grandfather on my father's side, yeah. who had apparently no pain receptors in his thumb because he would light the, the pipe and then stuff his thumb down in there to the point where you could smell skin burning. And it, I'd say, Grampy, is it? Uh, Pepe, that was Pepe. Pepe, is, doesn't that hurt? Not enough. <laughs> doesn't hurt enough. Really? This is the guy that blew up the firecracker in his Oh, hand. yeah. Lit, lit firecrackers off. They'd go off in his hand. He'd think it was funny. Not, yeah. not freaky. Uh. He would think that this was a riot. Well, we've got an update from, uh, from our, our, our resident Canadian, yeah. Rudy, who says uh, when he can find these or when he's seen them, it's been between 20 to $30. That's all. But he says either way, too expensive. Yeah? Yeah. So we'll see. Hey, Cigar of the Year. Let's see what ends up happening. Tell you something I want you to notice right away. The ash is sooty. Yeah. It's, it's a black ash. Uh, this is very common in Cuban cigars. You'll see a black ash as opposed to a white ash. Uh, less magnesium in the soil of Cuban, uh, in the Cuban soil. Yeah. Um, a little bit of uh, soap. A soapy aftertaste. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Chuck, you haven't been around in so long. I'm not used to that. <laughs> So the name uh, Monte Cristo uh, is in two cigar brands, premium cigar brands, one produced in Cuba for Habanos S.A., which is what we're smoking here. This is the Cuban state-owned tobacco company. This is Fidel Castro's company. And the other produced in La Romana, Dominican Republic, for the Franco-Spanish tobacco monopoly, Altadas S.A., a division of Imperial Tobacco, on July 1935, Alfonso Menendez purchased the Particulari factory, makers of the popular, popular Particulari brand, and also the Byron brand. No oh. kidding. This is 1935. Immediately after its acquisition, he created a new brand. This is 1935, called Monte Cristo. So, Jesus, 80 years old. Yeah. Um, not quite as old as Grampy, but yeah, it's up there. Uh, the name of the brand was inspired by uh, Rumah's novel, The Count of Monte Cristo, which is a very popular choice among cigar rollers in their factories to have it read by the lector on the rolling, fee- on the rolling floor. The lector is the guy that would actually read the news to the guys as they rolled. No radios or anything going on. Right. So they would actually read to them. And they'd read them the newspaper in the morning, and then in the afternoon they'd read them a book. And they would, one of the most popular books was the Count of Monte Cristo. So they ended up making the Monte Cristo brand. The Monte Cristo logo consists of a triangle of six swords surrounding the fleur de lis. Monte Cristo number two, six and an eighth inches by 52. It's a pyramid and um, illegal in this country. Um, uh, illegal to purchase in this country. You can't buy it or sell it. Right. Is it legal for us to smoke it? I was thinking that. It, I believe as a gift, it could be. And if not, we could say that because we are artists, that we <laughs> yeah, are. We're obviously artists. We're exhibiting <laughs> that's art what right I was, now. That's what I was going with. And therefore, this is legal <laughs> and it, it is uh, exempt from the embargo because of the art form of smoking cigars. Well, the U.S. embargo against Cuba is a commercial, economic, and financial embargo opposed on Cuba by the U.S. This is us doing it to them. It began on October 19, 1960, when the U.S. passed an embargo on Cuban on exports to Cuba. 
except for food and medicine. And on February 7, 1962, it was extended to include almost all imports going into there. Currently, the Cuban embargo is enforced mainly with six, six statutes. The Trading with the Enemies Act of 1917. So this is trading with the enemy. If, if we were to have purchased it, we would be trading with the enemy. Um, well, if you traded something for it, I think, isn't that trading with the enemy? Yeah. Okay. But I didn't trade anything. I was given to it for free. There you go. So I traded nothing. Okay. Uh, the Foreign Assistance Act of 1961. Did you help the person who gave this to you in any way? No. Okay, then we're safe there. The Cuban Assets Control Regulations of 1963. Was the, the Cuban guy an asset? asset or the other thing at all? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's an asset for having them on the show to be able to talk about this. This is art. Okay. Which, uh, you'll notice none of those statues have to do with art. The Cuban Democracy Act of 1992. And this one is the interesting one. The Helms-Burton Act of 1996. Helms-Burton Act of 1996, where you can't make money from anything Cuban, including cigars, that includes stocks in the company, and the trade sanctions performed of exports enhanced Act of 2000 and penalized foreign companies for doing business in Cuba by preventing them from doing business in the U.S. This is not really true. There's a lot of this illegal activity happening through the Helms-Burton Act. If you look at a, at a company, let's talk, go back to um, the company that owns Monte Cristo in the U.S. Um, where is that? That's Altadis. That's Altadis, which is a foreign com- com- company that actually owns Habanos in the world. Hmm. So if you own stock in... Um, Habanos in in, um, in imperial t- imperial tobacco. That's what it is. Yeah, w- yeah, yeah, right. Which is a stock held into this country. Yeah, and it makes money from the sale of Cuban products. And you are a stockholder. You are breaking the law, according to what I'm reading here. True. That's the Helms Burton Act, which says you can't hold stock in that company, and that's only a little piece of their company, but. You know, somebody bought a, a Cuban cigar for $25, and they made $0.10 cents after all was said and done to the stockholder. Okay. Yeah. He just made money from the sale of an of a illegal product. Right? Yeah. According to that. Is that executable by death? How, is that, how does that work, trading with the enemy? I don't say death, but... Uh, Maybe like a good I, whack you, with a you, ruler or something? Do you go to jail over this? That'd be I don't interesting. know. You buy stock, you go to jail. But it's uh, you know, and we should have embargoes against other countries. You know, this is an old thing, and I wish it would go away. But um, I know the the uh, Cubans out in um, the Miami area uh, are very offended when people uh, buy Cuban products. Really, very offended by it because they know the money goes right to the dictator. So. Uh, don't go, it doesn't go to the poor people of that country, which would be nice if they did because those people could certainly use uh, some money, but um, it doesn't go to them. It goes to the dictator, uh, Fidel, and his, and his brother, Raul, uh, and that's where it goes. So um, why do people consider Cuban cigars the best? Is it, is it just 
that we can't get it and that's part of it? Or is it, there's also a belief that that's where cigars started yeah. in Cuba. Uh, that, that, again, is, that is not true also. Because uh, explorer Christopher Columbus is credited for the introduction of tobacco to Europe. Who we had on the show not yes, too we long did. ago. That's right. Uh, three of Columbus's crewmen during his uh, journey, what year? Uh, 1492. Correct. Um, said to encounter tobacco for the first time on the island of Hispaniola, which is the present day Dominican Republic. Correct Damn. again. Wow. Thank God this isn't for American classic. Thank God for you, Chuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, get it out now, Mr. Jonathan. When uh, natives, uh, and this is the Taino Indians, uh, presented them with dry leaves um, that spread a particular fragrance. Um, later, they encountered this tobacco again in Cuba um, and um, twisted dried tobacco rolled uh, in the palms in palm or plantain leaves. So it was actually... Not even 100% tobacco? Right. Interesting. Plantain leaves and tobacco. Why? Doesn't sound... I'm a fan of plantains, but... Palm leaves? I don't know about the leaves. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, so it was actually tobacco blended with other products at that time. So, uh, I don't know. I don't understand the, the allure of it. We're smoking the cigar. It's early on in the cigar. Uh... Mine's not drawing all that well, and it exploded when I cut it. So I'm not, I'm not having a great experience. If I paid $20 for the cigar, I'd be a little, I'd be a little annoyed. That, that is a user error on the cut because mine is perfect. <laughs> um, as far as the draw, you know you have an authentic uh, yeah. Cuban cigar. So you know, you, know it's, you know it's the real deal when you can't smoke it. Well, they tend to have tight draws, okay. tighter yeah, draws. It's a, little, it's a little on the it, tight it's side. It's definitely tight. Mine's good. Mine's good. It's, see how blacky, ashy it's. Yeah, burnt? very sooty. When you when you flick the ash later on, you can feel the ash, and you'll feel the difference. If there was a regular, oh, there is a regular ash here from the cigar you smoked earlier. Yeah, yeah. So you'll feel that ash. Rub it in your fingers, and then you'll feel the ash of that cigar, and you'll see it's more grainy. Right. Mm. Almost like little pebbles inside of it. It's more granular. Is that a word? Granular. Granular. Yeah. It is a word. So that's another way of indicating if. Um, you got the real deal. For some reason, the, the ash burns more grainy than a regular flaky ash. And that's from, because of the soil that it's grown? Yeah, supposedly. I still can't get over how really soapy the flavor is. It's like a – it's not completely offensive, but it's, it's, uh, it's got like a perfumey fragrance to it, and it's coating my palate. I'm not getting any of that. Yeah. Not the first time I ever smoked this. The first time you ever smoked Monte Cristo number two? Yeah, first time. And and to me, I think the Monte Cristo's, I don't know why, number two. It's always Monte Cristo number two that people look look at, uh, but certainly not going to help um, the cigar retailers in any way uh, unless they tend to go to Monte Cristo number two, the other Monte Cristo number two from the Dominican, which tastes nothing like this, but the size, the shape, everything is the same. Right. So you notice know I don't have cigar bands on it. Correct. Yeah. Probably part of uh, part of the way it got in here, I guess. That's that's my guess. <clears throat> the wrapper is beautiful, I have to say. Practically flawless, very very smooth. A little sheen to it, even color. Yeah. It's all right. See, all right. So this is my first Cuban, and like you got now. See, I understand your position a little bit, and I agree with it. By the way, 
about this whole, you know, kind of stay away from Cubans, right? I mean, yeah. legally, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, not having one, I'm going to go in unbiased. If it's great, I'll tell you it's great. Yeah. It's good. It's definitely a good yeah, cigar. Yeah, it's a good cigar. Is it- I've had better. Yeah. It's and I'm surprised the, by that. It's not the cigar of the year, right? No, I mean, it definitely, I mean. Sienna came out 80, 80 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's number one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it came out this year, I'm not even sure it would be a I mean, it might be a candidate, but it wouldn't be my cigar of the year. I, I I've had better cigars. And that's early on. Give it a chance. I, I, I don't want to, you feeling it? Now, feel the ash on this other one over here. All right, I just had a Pepe moment. That was hot. Yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. So one, one is flaky, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the other one feels like little little rocks in it. Now, how did you discover that? You must have... I don't know. Chuck, you've never just reached your hand into an ashtray before? Oh, that's what makes them the authority, well, I guess. It's part... You've got to taste it. You gotta yeah, and like, it's not burning white ash. It's it's a dark ash. Oh, it's salty? Salty ash? ash? Yeah. I've never tasted the ash. You tasted taste the ash? You should taste it. Oh, God. It's a little salty. I've never tasted the ash. But uh, our friend Steve Sock actually eats the tobacco. That he does. Tastes taste the tobacco. Smoking citizen, Steve Saka. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's not even, uh, I don't Man, know. That's people, a tight draw. That is tight. That really is. People uh, tend to think it's very strong. Cuban cigars are strong. Not necessarily. No, this no. isn't overly strong. You, you go into some uh, Nicaraguan tobacco, uh, Lajero type of uh uh, Nicaraguan, very peppery and uh, a lot yeah. more spicy than than we have in here. This uh, it's a, it is getting better. I'm about an inch in now, and it's it's smoothing out a bit. Now I'm looking at the um, where the ash meets the wrapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not particularly an old uh, or well aged cigar because we're seeing a big soot line between the ash and the yep. cigar. When you get into some old stuff. You'll see that the that soot line. line gets thinner and thinner, like a mascara line, uh, very thin. So, uh, when was the last it, time you put on mascara? Never. Just asking. Never. You seem to know an awful lot about it. No, but I know a mascara line when I see one. So anyway, uh, let, let's continue to smoke it, hopefully enjoy it, uh, as we go to this day in American classic history. Are you ready for that, Mr. Chuck Morrison? I'm ready, baby. Brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. It's time for Chuck to get his tushy kicked. Oh. Let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of Epic Rap Battle, and now it's time for the Epic Battle for this day in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring I feel good Mr. Today. Jonathan. Yeah. It's in the hole. Yeah. It's in the hole. Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley's. Warriors. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, today's January 4th. 
and uh, I only have five questions for you. Mr. Jonathan, one last time. I absolutely You have been on a roll. He has been on a roll. I'll give him credit, as a gentleman would. It's 2014. It is a new year. Let's see what ends up happening. So you're going to go first. I'm going to go first. All right, celebrating their birthday today is Floyd Patterson. Do you know who Floyd Patterson is? A writer of some kind? He is an American boxer. He died in 2006. American professional boxer and former undisputed heavyweight champion at 21 Patterson became the youngest man to win the world's heavyweight title and uh, later, like later taken over by uh, who? Floyd Patterson and Mike Tyson was he taken over by Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson ended up uh, becoming the, the um, youngest after Floyd oh, okay. Patterson but no, today's like his birthday Floyd, Floyd, Floyd is an older name it is so I'm gonna go 1901 1901 he Ooh, says I'm taking the win on this one 1920 1935, Chuck gets the first point. All right. All right, so that's how it's done. There's only five questions here. Okay, Chuck Morrison, you ready? I'm ready, baby. Laurie Garofalo, wife of Cigar Radio host David Garofalo, daughter of Gianna of the famed La Gianna Havana Cigar. My wife, Laurie Garofalo, celebrating her her birthday today. It's her birthday today. It is. Happy birthday, Laurie. So we're, oh my God. All right. (sighs) I want the win on this one, Mr. Jonathan. I'm going to keep it real. She was born January 4th, 1972. 1972, he says. Uh, I would actually like to say the exact same date, 1972, if that's at all possible. Saying the same exact date. So you've got a half a point each if you're right. I'm saying, well, I think that we nailed it. It's 1972, so it's going to be two points, and Chuck and I will split that. I like that. I like that. It's okay? Yep. All right. It is over. By how much? What? Well, we're going to just leave it there. That is my <laughs> gift to you, Laurie. We're going to leave leave the date out of it. She has a smile on her face right now. That's a gift. That's a gift. Goes along with the um, mascara lip- lipstick I got her today. Um, okay, we're going to go to you, Me. Uh, Mr. Jonathan. Here we go. Don Shula. You know who oh, Don yeah. Shula was? I have no idea. The Football. coach of the Miami Dolphins. Perfect 14-0 season. Uh, and Super Bowl Bill championship in 1972. One perfect one. Nope. It was uh, uh, them so uh, he won, won this day. He was probably 50-something. So I'm going to go with 21. 1921. I am going to sweep you, brother. 1922. 1930. Chuck Morrison gets Son it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Chuck. Two more questions. Yep. He's going to uh, need them both to tie unless he pulls out an exact uh, thing here. Um... General Tom Thumb. Do you know who he was? Nothing. He was a dwarf who performed on P.T. Barnum and Bailey Circus. And this is where Tom Thumb came from. You heard of Tom Thumb? Put his thumb in the pie and pulled out a plum? No, no. He was a midget. He was a dwarf. A little person. (laughs) (laughs) You know where that comes from. Uh, From Barnum and Bailey Circus. Get, All right. Get him a floor dealer range. <laughs> what year was he born or? What year was he born? Okay. All right. So Barnum and Bailey is you're probably looking at like eight, late 1800s. I'm going to guess there. So he's probably born in like 1870. 1870. 1871. Chuck Morrison. No, you're both over. Oh, 1938. Over. You're both over. <laughs> Wait, 1938? 1838. Oh, all right. I was going to say, I won that one. Bonham and Bailey is still out there. Why would you think it was so old? Greatest show on earth, right? Yeah, but it's old. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, you need a uh, a two-pointer here. points to tie. It goes to you, right? Yep. This has happened this day. Happened this day. day. 
former professional wrestler Jesse the Body Ventura is sworn in as governor oh. of oh. Minnesota. He was sworn in this day Ooh. in 1994. 1994, he says. I was seriously going to guess 94. 92. Mr. Jonathan gets to the point, 1999. Oh, not but enough, though. Not, not enough, enough, not enough. Not so enough. the win is to Chuck Morrison. Chuck Morrison, right. congratulations. First this day the year. in American Classic history brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Mild to medium body. Cigar blends, specially age of Nicaraguan Longfellow. Celebrate today, January 4th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars. Okay, time to go to break. Where is my notes here? Where are your notes? I don't know. They're right here. Okay, we're going to go to break. When we come back, Cigar Journal Magazine publishes best cigars of 2013, and it looks pretty familiar. So we're going to, we beat up Cigar Aficionado last week. It's time for Cigar Journal next. And the best list I ever saw, wait till you hear this one. Rocky Patel is going on a cruise. You want to go? We'll tell you how to do that. And lots more when we continue. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Stop anything. The tires are the things on your car that make contact with the road. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, 
I always say, it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And everybody has their top 25 list out this year, it seems. Uh, we'll look at cigar journals. But first, I want to share with you the best top 25 list I, I saw guess. all year. I got to guess. Welcome it's back the to the Cigar with Dark. Top 25 Twinkie replacements. <laughs> no. And there is no Twinkie Ding replacements. Ding dongs. I got a box of Twinkies for, for Christmas. Nice. Really? Yeah, that was one of my gifts. Uh, and I've been eating one every day. <laughs> one? One. One. I've been trying to keep it down to one. I think I have been doing it. You think? I think. There's been some times <laughs> where you've had a food blackout. This, correct. Correct. You know <laughs> you, the donuts. You story. don't remember eating all of the donuts. You right. don't remember eating all of the baked beans. I've heard that helped with alcohol, never food. Did you ever oh, hear no. the donut story? No. No, you've got to tell it. You, all right. You've got to so, tell the donut story. So this is many years ago. and I was going to a trade show for... Um, not um, for gifty items, not for cigars, but I was in the cigar business, but looking for gifty items. And there was a trade show in New York. So me, my brother, my manager, Anthony at the time, and Victor, an employee of mine, um, we all got together early one Sunday morning, uh, like 5 o'clock in the morning. We we're going to drive out to the, to the trade show in New York and, then fl- and drive back. So uh, we all met uh, at the shop we had in East Boston at the time. And I uh, got in the car, and I drove just right to the corner, and there was My Donuts, it was called, in uh, Central Square in East Boston. And I said, you guys want coffee for the road? Sure. So I went inside, and I got uh, four large coffees, and I said, mix me up a dozen donuts. So uh, I got a dozen donuts. I come back in the car. I give everybody their coffee. I said, listen, I got a dozen donuts here. I put it on the uh, console in the, in the center. I wasn't driving. I was the passenger. And Anthony was driving, my brother and Victor in the back seat, and we start driving to New York. And I open up the box, and I grab a donut. I said, anybody want a donut? Not now, not now. And I'm good. And I ate my donut. And we kept driving. Anybody want a donut? I went in for number two. And uh, nope, I'm all set. And uh, we kept driving. Nobody wanted any donuts. And uh, we were entering New York, and... I opened the box up, and there was one donut left. And I said, hey, there's one donut left. Anybody want it? And they said, no. And I thought to myself before I grabbed the donut, and I said, hey, how many donuts did you eat? To Anthony, who was driving, he said, I didn't have any. I told you I don't want any. I said, hey, you guys, how many donuts did you have? And each one of them said, none. Oh, no. And I said, don't bull me. Yeah, no, don't quit messing around, guys. Come on, how many donuts did you have? And they said, none. And I said, there's one effing donut left. Oh, no. I ate 11 of them. 
Atta may boy. as well just eat the last donut. I had that no point. idea I ate it. Yeah, you got to go all in at that point. I had powdered sugar all over me. Obviously. And Can't take you I anywhere. ate 11 donuts without knowing. I know I ate two of them. I went in for number 12. And I closed the box, and I threw them in the back seat, and I said, oh, my God, I ate 11 donuts without even knowing, so I'm sick. Wow. Yeah. It's a true story. Not, a- not sick to your stomach. You just have a sickness. Yeah. You blackout eat. What's worse, the fact that he had 11 or 12 donuts? I didn't eat the 12. All right. 11 donuts or that he doesn't remember eating the 11 donuts? I think it's the lack of memory that's worse okay. than consuming all those, all those carbs. True story. True story. Um, okay, so... Uh, so it's not top uh, Twinkie it replacements. Is not. We are just back from amateur night. That's New Year's Eve, <laughs> where uh, people drink too much uh, on New Year's Eve. True story. And a top Guilty. 25 comes out right after. It's America's 25 drunkest cities. America's 25. This is your top 25 list. I never would have guessed that. Because it's how it ends. Okay. But there's some interesting stuff here. Uh, we're enjoying a Monte Cristo number two Cuban cigar that is Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. Using the word enjoy is a little bit of a stretch. You think so? Well, mine cracked. The draw's not that great. The flavor is getting better. It started off, believe it or not, if I was being smoking this blind, I would have guessed that this is Honduran. It started off so bitey at the beginning, and it is smoothening out a bit. So give it a chance. I'm it's giving a, it a chance. It's a cigar of the year, man, and it's an expensive cigar, so give it a chance. So the number 25 uh, drunkest cities is Burlington, Vermont. Alcohol, average alcohol drinks consumed by an adult per month is 13.2. This is Vermont? This is Burlington, Vermont. There's nothing really going on. Percentage of population classified as binge drinkers, 19.4, and a percentage of population classified as heavy drinkers, 7.5 of the people that live there are heavy drinkers. So that becomes Burlington, Vermont, followed by Cleveland, Ohio. Why Cleveland, I'm agreeing Ohio? with this list, man. Really? Absolutely. All right, so so you, you're a big travel. You go everywhere, yep. right? And I love craft beer, and Vermont has the best craft beer that I've experienced in the country. Number two is Cleveland. So you are on par, man. All right, so Cleveland. Why Cleveland? Because it's it's Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely true. That's uh, the reason to drink right there. They consume slightly less alcohol per month, but the percentage classified as binge drinkers is up from 19% to 20.4%. They actually are number one in the whole list as binge drinkers. Well, it is Cleveland, so. That's right. And uh, heavy drink is 6.5. Number 23 is St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. Um, Bush. Yep, yep. Uh, 22, Buffalo, New York. Because it's cold up there and yeah. there's nothing else to do. They got the chicken wings going, but you need a cold beer to go along with it, No right? doubt, no doubt. Number 21, and I thought it would be a lot higher up on the list, Las Vegas, Nevada. Ah. I would think a lot more. I uh, bet the people that actually live in Las Vegas, though, the ones that would be doing the study, are not the ones doing the drinking. Fair. I think that's what's going on. Okay. Number 20, Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> Again, Isn't probably. Is there a movie about Fargo? Yes. Probably. Called Fargo? Yeah, I don't know. There is, yeah. I think there is. Yes. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Philadelphia takes the 19th spot. Uh, San Francisco, the 18th spot. There's a joke there somewhere. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Number 17 is Reno, Nevada, much like Las Vegas, yeah. I guess. Uh, 16 is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Sure. Baton Rouge? Fat people there, I'll tell you. 
A lot good, of uh, good can, food. That's a lot of Canadian transplants down in Baton Rouge. That's probably where Rudy would move to if yeah he was going to come to the United States. Uh, Denver, Colorado, number fifteen. I bet that's going to drop off now that they have legalized <laughs> marijuana going on right now. Right. Or maybe it goes that, up. No, no I don't nothing think so. better than a beer with your joint. Okay, so uh, number fourteen is in Massachusetts, Springfield, Massachusetts. Wow. And uh, the percentage of classified binge drinkers there is 19.5%, uh, which is number two in this list. And the percentage population classified as heavy drinkers is number one at 9.2% of the population are heavy drinkers. Springfield, in Mass. Springfield, Mass. Again, because they're in Springfield. How do they know this stuff? <laughs> they walk around man. asking people in Cleveland, Ohio, do you binge drink? Probably medical reports, alcohol sales. There's, uh, there's some... Algorithms in place, my man. Here we go. Algorithms. (laughs) Baltimore comes in number 13. It's like working with Archie Bunker is what it is. (laughs) You can't pronounce a single word correctly. Number 12, (laughs) Omaha, Nebraska. Number 11, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Number 10, Providence, Rhode Island. Big drinkers in Providence. We did a show from Providence. We did, and yep. they big were. Dr- they big were big drinkers. drinkers yelling and screaming at the, uh, yeah. the people walking by. Oh, yeah, get a job, the whole bit. Let that me was on our... the radio. <laughs> they were drunks. That's how you get on the radio, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you, you encroach on our personal space, and you yell at us to let you on the radio. It's guaranteed we'll let you on. Uh, number nine, Washington, D.C. That says a lot about our uh, political yep. uh, pundits. Yes. Uh, number eight, Chicago. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. My kind of town, right? Chicago is my kind of town. Who did it? No idea. Frank uh, Sinatra, I was going to guess Tony Bennett. Frank Sinatra. Same thing. Number seven, New Orleans. There it is. Oh, big binge drinking, there right? Is. Yeah. I you, mean. You've been there. Yeah. It's, it's Mardi Gras every weekend, basically. Um, number six, Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. No. That one's out of right field. Uh, Austin, Texas takes number five. Sure. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina is number four. Chuck's agreeing with this. His head's going up and down. Yep. He's been all around. You haven't been many places, I don't Mr. go to very many places. I'm not a traveler. Number three, big on beer. Milwaukee. Sure. Wisconsin, right? Sure, man. Uh, number two is Norfolk, Virginia. I don't get that. I wouldn't have guessed that. Big college city. All right, maybe. Yeah. So what is the number one for the drunkest city in America? Uh, number one drunkest city in America. I'm going to go Everett. That's why you picked it. That's why you picked it. I'm thinking like Alaska, somewhere in Alaska. Well. Boston, Massachusetts. Come on. Wow. Boston, Massachusetts. Number average one. recount alcohol drinks consumed by adults per month, 15.6. Oh, God. Percentage of the population uh, binge drinkers, 20.1, and percentage classified as heavy drinkers, 7.4. America's drunkest city. Congratulations to all our friends in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. We hold another yeah. title. We are the drunkest city. Well, we are title town. Con- yeah, yeah, the <laughs> drunkest city in the country. And... Uh, by the way, you can't, you can't new... smoke a cigar in the parks anymore in Boston. You can't uh, be careful of what you do. But, but they're known as the drunkest city in the whole country, and uh, that's the way it is. Well, they're about to get a new mayor in Boston, so they can, uh, maybe they'll vote out drinking. He's an Irishman, too. You know he drinks. Because yeah. that's, that's what they're... very racist of you. Yes, thank you. 
<laughs> as an Irishman, uh, that's pretty true. It's pretty true, right? <laughs> so, are you Irish? Uh, yeah. Nice. So, I'm a uh, mutt, but yes. I'm, you're, you're relighting. I had to relight a couple times. I was doing a lot of talking, but I had to relight. I don't know if that has any uh, any bearing on... on uh, are all Cubans as tight of a draw as this one is, or is this just kind of unique to, I've been uh, told by somebody in the real know that the Cubans twist their wrist as they're um, bunching cigars. Okay. They kind of do it on purpose. Every other cigar, there's a, there's a, a twist put in the bunch. It's done on purpose because they're they're not happy, you know. Having a bunch of unhappy employees, uh, you usually don't get um, you don't get great service. Yeah, so um, my my drawer is fine. It's an okay cigar. I'm not going to beat it up and say it's not a good cigar. It's a good cigar. It's yeah. If not it was ten bucks, I'd probably buy it again. But at twenty. Yeah, and I'm gonna go all the way to Canada. I'm, and, not, I'm not loving it. And, I, I I wouldn't buy it for twenty bucks. Well, the big the biggest awakening for me, and again, I mean, we've been on the show now. We're coming up on four years, so that's really my experience inside the cigar industry. Um, so I'm not sure if you classify that as, as newbie or not. But I'll tell you, like straight up, from prior to this, you always think Cubans are the best. I've had a lot better of cigars than this one, but that's not to say this is not a good cigar. It's a great cigar. I think it's 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 awesome in the ten dollar range all day long. Twenty. Eh. Not so much. I'm going Byron all day long on that. But this is uh, – I'm really surprised by the amount of cigars that I would put above this. I'll put right. it that way. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's time for What Does Rudy Say? What? What, what? Does Rudy Say? Brought to you by Rudy from Canada. Come on. Let's not make this a regular thing either. What Does Rudy Say? Um, all right. Well, Rudy says, <laughs> you guys know I'm your number one fan, so don't think this, I don't think this post will be an issue, which it isn't, Rudy. Thank you for your, this uh, is your posting, posting on, on Facebook. On, on the Cigar Authority's uh, Facebook <laughs> page. But here's why I think you're wrong about some of your criticisms of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 list. A lot of what you guys criticize about the list is based on when the cigars were released, and that is two guys' criteria, and it makes sense for a retailer. Uh, CA has been very public about their criteria numerous times, and that has nothing to do with it. Their criteria is based on the cigars that they have smoked during the year, and they take the top-rated ones that they have smoked during the year and smoke them again. It's not necessarily what they smoked. It's what they rated. But go ahead. Uh, And they list the top 25 of that group, and this is one method that makes sense for a publication. Uh, So criticism is based on the cigar. When the cigar was released, don't apply because the magazine has been very open about why they have the list that they do. Also, the criticisms of some cigars on the list being ones that don't sell well or a limited release doesn't make sense for a magazine. Those are criteria that only make sense for retailers. So you can't expect a magazine to make selections based on that. Yes, I can. But go ahead. That's, that's, what, that's what Rudy says. That's what Rudy says. So you respond to him. Uh, I responded, not a bad point, Rudy, but the objection is that they call it, the list, the top cigar list of that year and not the top cigar list, in quotes, that we smoked this year. Uh, I love that you're beating us up on us beating them up. LOL, yeah. Mr. J. So Rudy doesn't make a bad point as far as a publication and the objection that you and I both have. Uh, you brought it up first. I happen to agree with it. If you're going to say it's the cigar of the year, it has to be from that year. That's the point. Change the name of the list to Great Cigars. The best and cigar, I got, best I got cigar no of all time. The best cigar I smoked this year or whatever yeah. it is. And that could be a different thing. But it, it was feeding off of our Cigar of the Year that we've been doing since 1992 anyway. But I, uh, I chime in. 
Yeah, Dave chimes in as he does and is known to do. That's it. Uh, I can't hold back. I'm sorry, Rudy. Movie of the year 2013. Yeah. Best movie I watched again this year. Yeah. The Godfather, which I believe you watch it every year. I do. Yeah. Uh, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Car of the year, the 57 Chevy, because I drove that this year. Song of the year, Tie a Ribbon Round the Old Oak Tree by Tony Orlando. Always that same song. You got no other songs? Uh, because I heard that again this year. Cigar Aficionado is the publication for our industry, and they pick cigars that came out 56 years ago. 80 years, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I disagree. It is not the Cigar of the Year for 2013. It might be the best cigar they've ever smoked, but really, everyone on the panel picked that. I call BS. Just saying, Rudy, your opinions are never an issue. I love debate, but I think I make a good argument across the board about their choices. Now I'm going to go watch... The 2013 TV show of the year, Seinfeld, yes. <laughs> which I again believe that that happened immediately after you posted. Yeah, that's uh, true. Do you think that's what the Golden Globes or the Emmys will pick this year? Yeah, right. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, and then Rudy, I make a good argument, right? You do. Yeah, this you is do. not the cigar of the year. Rudy, not being one to give in, yes. says, actually, if you tell me it's the best movie you saw this year, it doesn't sound ridiculous. They don't really call it the top cigar list of that year, but it's implied from the title. I disagree with that, but uh, if you read anything that they say on the top 25 selection on their website every year, and he puts the link, uh, which you can go on Facebook and read this whole thread. It's right there. Uh, you should like us on Facebook anyway if you're listening to this show. You should. Uh, honestly, the criticism you have is valid for a retailer. He goes back to that. Maybe you think every year the list should just be new stuff, but their write-up says why theirs isn't. Uh, it's not even what everyone on their panel picks. They re-smoke the top-rated cigars, score them again, and rank them by score. There's no actual voting involved. And so, that takes us to the Cigar Journal's Top 25 of the Year Cigar Journal. I appreciate their publication. I appreciate their all-cigar publication uh, very much. I appreciate their uh, sponsoring uh, this part of the show and being an advertiser. But to stay true to the Cigar Authority, uh, we got to call them as we see them. We do. Okay, <clears throat> so we're going to go through the Cigar Journal's top 25 cigars of the year. This publication hasn't come out yet, but they did put it on their website already. So their number 25 cigar of the year is Flor de Silva. Uh, North 15 degrees. Yes, which 2283, right? 2283 was cigar of the year a couple of years ago. Which was the longitude latitude yeah. of Havana, Cuba, yeah. uh, made by um, Jesus, Jesus Fuego. Fuego. Uh, Flor de Silva, North 20 north 15 degrees. Um, hmm. This is a brand, a Honduran brand um, that's not available in the United States. Uh, was for a short time, way, way back during the cigar boom. Disappeared, and I heard it was going to make a comeback this year at the trade show. I didn't see it. I did didn't you? see it either. Uh, I hear good things about it. They always say nice things about it, so I don't know. Uh, to say, you know, if it's a good cigar or not. Uh, listen, they're a publication, a worldwide publication. So, uh, you know, this is a European, it used to be European Cigar Journal. Now it's Cigar Journal. Uh, so, okay. Uh, San Latano, Connecticut Toro. I appreciate they, uh, they picked the Connecticut, a milder cigar. Yep. Um, that's a Nicaraguan. Don Julio Punta Espada Gorda. Can you say Punta? I don't know. Okay. Don Julio. Don't know it. I don't know it either. Don't know the cigar. It's apparently from Dominican Republic, but... Yeah. Again, uh, 
I don't know. I just don't know it. Uh, Lizione R. Rothschilds. This one showed up in a lot of uh, the bloggers' um, sites and things like that as their choice of uh, this is something we don't carry of the R. Rothschilds. I don't know it. There's so many illusions. Yeah. I honestly can't keep track. I think we do carry the Rothschilds. Yeah. Um, here's an R in parentheses type of thing. I don't yeah. know. Um, Avo LE13, the dominant 13. This was a limited release. So how it could be the cigar of the year if it's a one and well, done type of thing. it isn't the cigar of the year. It's only their top in their top 21. So they're safe. Why? Still think it wouldn't belong there anyway. It's a top 25. Again, unless it's what, top what they smoke. Top 25 of the year 2013. So okay. uh, based on their title and our criteria of the title, I think it's okay. Okay. They go to number 20. They go to a Cuban. Partagas Series D, number 5. Uh, an old Cuban cigar brand. Partagas D, very nice. Uh, I would say nicer than the one we're smoking now. I've had it. Um, but... It is what it is. 19 is Tarano Master Maduro Robusto. We, we did sample that cigar. We, we did. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember it all that much. We didn't take, the, we didn't take it on, so uh, that says something there. Uh, Pinar del Rio, small batch reserve Gran Toro. Um, Pinar del Rio. Don't know it? Uh, I've smoked the samples on yeah. that one. Didn't take it on. Okay, Villiga, okay. Uh, 125. Um, I haven't heard of the Mondo before. They have the Talanga and the Colorado. Uh, as far as far as regular cigars go, I've never, I haven't heard of the 125 Mondo. Okay, number 16 is Aging Room Quattro, F55. They this, picked the Miestro, not the Concerto, which is interesting. Yeah, just a different size, but this was Cigar Aficionado's number two cigar yeah. of the year. It ends up on number 16 on the Cigar Journals. Uh, Christophe Lajero Maduro Robusto. So there's a, a, a small brand getting a little love there. Nice. I, I like to see it. Um, 1502 Ruby Toro. What is that? Uh, that is a cigar that was discontinued by us last year. We did carry it for a little while. Hmm. Okay. Um, 13 is La Flor Dominicana Oro Number no. 6 Tubo Natural. Flor Dominicana cigar. Yeah. Um, Number 12, Gurkha, which was a surprise again. It showed up in Cigar Aficionado. Here's the Gurkha Cellar Reserve uh, as number 12. Number 11, Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, which came out this year. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, nice to see them uh, there. They didn't get any love in Cigar Aficionado. They're non-advertisers, and we, we brought that up last, uh, last show. Number 10 is Punch Edition Limitada 13. 2013, so it came out in 2013. It is a Cuban cigar. Uh, the number two is a Toro. Uh, Padron Family Reserve, number 45, Maduro. Great cigar. Came out years ago, though. Number nine, La Polina, El Dario, Kill Bill, number two, uh, is number eight. Rocky Patel, Decade Robusto, takes the number seven. Xeno Platinum Collector's Edition, 2013. You put the word collectors on it. Does that make it more collectible? Of course not. Okay, no. Number six, Cohiba Classico uh, becomes number five. Number four is Oliva Series V Milano Churchill. Number three, Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. Came out a couple of years ago. Great, Great cigar. cigar. Uh, we're in the Diamond Crown Lounge right now. Number two is what we're smoking. 
the Monte Cristo number two. And when we come back, we're going to give you their number one cigar of the year, and we're going to light it up oh, right after the nice. number two. We're going to so light the available. number one. So their number one uh, Monte Cristo number two of cigar aficionados is number two, which is what we're smoking here for the Cigar Journal. So we'll go to number one when we come back. And light up cigar journals. Number one cigar of the year. We got Old Fart Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morris, and we lots also, more coming up. We're going to have to talk about our letter from the North Pole. We have a letter from the North Pole. That's right. Uh, that and lots more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Cuban Monte Cristo number two, it's absolutely vital to keep the lid end out of your mouth because as I tasted earlier, the ash is disgusting. See you next hour. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. And you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big groups, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. Welcome back, everybody. Broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and getting ready for the new year with old Fod Freddy. He'll continue to walk the line and maybe even cross it. Gentleman Chuck Morrison and a letter from the North Pole to the Cigar Authority. This is a true story anyway. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And this week from uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, folks. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You can tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And uh, to check out old shows, we're moving them to YouTube so you can watch them on your iDevices. I like that. Because most people are watching things on their iPhone or their iPad. How about if they don't have the i one, if they have a regular smartphone? Yeah, like a like a loser phone? Yeah, they can still watch them I on I saw those. an interesting report, actually, factual, that there are more Internet users now on mobile devices than Bad there, there are, are on desktops. Bad there the are. The trend is changing, the guys. The browser on your phone is as powerful now as your, your laptop, and I have to imagine in the next three years it's going to be more powerful. E-commerce is going to evolve so much Worlds are changing. The worlds are changing. So uh, we looked at uh, Cigar Journal's top 25. We got to number two. And uh, the number two cigar was the cigar I'm putting down right now, the Monte Cristo number two Cuban. Uh, I will tell you, not overly impressed personally on the cigar. I was a little disappointed. A and, little and Chuck, the first Cuban cigar you ever smoked? Yeah, I mean, again, not bad. It's a quality cigar. You know, you always vote with your wallet. Like I said, there are a handful of cigars I would choose before I would purchase this if they were all in the same price range, for example. So good stick, but, you know, for my money, there's much better ones out there. Uh, and at I least would, a dozen or so I can think of. And I would say there's a much better Cuban cigar. That Patagas D that they mentioned in there, I would say it would be a better, better choice Cuban cigar. Also, I'll say the Monte Cristo number two is the number one. Um, copied, what yeah, do I want to say, um, uh, fakes. Yeah, it's ripped uh, off all the time. A lot of fakes out there. These, are, these are authentic. I'm certain they're authentic uh, Monte Cristo number twos, but there's lots and lots of fakes. If, if there's anyone they rip off, it's usually that. It's always been popular, Monte Cristo number two. Um, why? I don't know. Counterfeit is the word. We counterfeit were is the word. Counterfeit was the word. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so Cigar Aficionado chose it as number one and... Uh, number two in Cigar Aficionado, I believe, was, was Davidoff, Aging Nicaraguan. Room. Oh, it was Aging Room. Davidoff, Nicaraguan was, was number three. And uh, in Cigar Journals, their number one cigar of the year by Cigar Journal Magazine is a new cigar. It is a Dominican cigar using Nicaraguan tobacco. It is the Davidoff Nicaraguan Robusto. Nice. Which was the number three. So there's lots of things that kind of crisscrossed uh, back and forth. Davidoff Nicaraguan Robusto also, uh, the same exact cigar, same size. Everything uh, is in our contenders 
for the Cigar of the Year. So we think this is a right choice also yeah. on this. So let, let's pass that cigar out. This is number three from Cigar Aficionado. This is number one for Cigar Journal. Uh, I think Cigar Journal got it right. And um, uh, it is something very different. Hanky Kellner, who uh, blends all the cigars for Davidoff, all the different brands uh, out of the Dominican Republic, he, uh, he has been playing around with Nicaraguan tobacco for years and years. I know personally of this. And he finally made a Davidoff using all Nicaraguan tobacco. That makes it a Puro. If you hear the word Puro, it means pure, all the same country blend. This is Even though it's rolled in the Dominican Republic, it still is a Puro because it's all, it's pure Nicaraguan tobacco. This was a bold move to put the Davidoff name on it because in case it didn't work out well, um, it could could have really hurt the brand. And it's a very different cigar than Davidoff. If you're a guy that really doesn't like Davidoff cigars, uh, I urge you to try the Davidoff Nicaraguan because it's very, very different. If you're a guy that likes Nicaraguan cigars, don't go to... A Davidoff Nicaraguan expecting the Nicaraguan cigar you smoke. Is this better? It, this is Davidoff making a Nicaraguan cigar. It's very, very different uh, than other Nicaraguan cigars. It certainly is. I would say extremely well-balanced and clean tasting. We'll get into it as we, as we smoke the cigar. But it's time to cut our cigar, and you're going to wait this time to cut I'm it waiting. properly. <laughs> And the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we'll cut above the cap here on the Robusto. And another aesthetically good-looking wrapper on the cigar. Not very shiny. You can see there's no additives or anything. It's a, uh, uh, it's a flat finish, it looks like. If this was a paint, if you were painting with it, there's not, not a whole lot of sheen to it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, this came out. Um, they introduced this in New York City where uh, uh, Jonathan and I went uh, to the opening gala of it. Um, they certainly marketed it marketed it like no other. They put a lot of effort and they did. energy into the brand as they put it together. And uh, it paid off. Paid off in a big way. Uh, this uh, particular cigar is on everybody's top 25 list. It's in everybody's. This, this is the, they made the, a big splash. Yeah, this was a big winner and, and something uh, big to be said about Davidoff. We're going to light the cigar with the Vertigo lighter. What is this called again? This is the Governor. The Governor. It's a soft flame. Uh, pipe lighter. It works good for it, cigars. It lights on the side. Instead of straight it up, it lights on the side. So if you were to use it in a pipe, you wouldn't be uh, tipping the lighter upside down right. trying to light it because uh, just tipped uh, going straight up, it's kind of pointing uh, straight across a little bit down. Um, it's got an onboard tool in it, a little scraper. A little and, tamper. And you, I like using this type of lighter for a cigar because you don't have to tip the lighter to light the cigar either. Right. You're just putting it straight down, so uh, all the gas is going straight down. I'm toasting it up real nice. Uh, I've had this cigar way too many times, uh, so I know I like it very much anyway. Wow. Very now, good. Nice first draw. The first cigar you had was a Puro. It was a Cuban Puro. Like every Cuban cigar, there is not a blended cigar coming out of Cuba. They're all Puros. Yeah. Um, 
most cigars are blended cigars using a um, mixture of countries, except for Puro cigars, and a lot of uh, those Puros come out of, the, uh, out of Nicaragua. Dominican, not so many. You have a handful of Dominican Puros, uh, Opus X being the first one ever to pull it off. Because of the wrapper. It's difficult to get right. a Dominican wrapper to burn. They're very thick. Yeah. So uh, here they are uh, making a Nicaraguan Puro, and now... If you can remember the taste of what Cuban tobacco just tasted like because the cigar we smoked was all Cuban, now you're tasting what Nicaraguan tobacco tastes like. Very different. Very different, but you're tasting, it's sort of a catch-22. You're tasting Nicaraguan tobacco fermented the Dominican way. Yes. So it's a whole, really, it's, you're not comparing apples to apples right now. You're comparing apples to a tangerine glaze on a duck. (laughs) Yes. That's what I was going to go The duck... That's what I was going The with. duck was divorced. He lived a hard life. Hard life. Very hard. <laughs> really a bit of a nomad. Not a yes. lot of friends. Yes. Uh, we have uh, the Diamond Crown experience coming up. You and a guest can join uh, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and myself for a special taping of the Cigar Authority program during a three-day, two-night cigar smoking experience you will never forget. As long as you live. First class round trip airfare for two from Boston to Tampa. With a limo. The limo. Is there a limo? That's what I heard. Okay. Deluxe first class accommodations in Tampa. A tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum, including cigars. A tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. See, I'm looking forward to that. It's awesome. Uh, Including cigars. Dinner and a tour at the award-winning Burns Steakhouse in Florida, which I'm looking forward to. And that includes cigars. No kidding. And? And dessert in a special room. You get up from your table and go into the dessert room. I want to black out from dessert. This (laughs) may be the only time that David does not order unbelievable on the meal. Because he's going to go over the top he's on gonna the dessert. Save it. He's going to save he it. He might save it. Yep. This could be the time that we I, see him. I want exos- the dessert flaming. I want it lit up somehow. Uh, first class seating at the Boston Bruins versus the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge in Tampa. Now, so you guys are going to watch the game. I'm going to be watching the game by myself. You're going to be mingling. I'm going to be like glued to the ice smoking a nice J.C. Newman. Yeah, we won't, be, we won't be glued to the ice. I'll tell you that right now. March 8th, and the food is good there, too. Oh, my God, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's a well, great what? matchup. That's a great game. Yeah? Who cares? It's hockey. And it's the best sport. And this is a guy that works for the New England Patriots. <laughs> True. It's the best sport. Hockey is. He's the sound man for the New England <laughs> Patriots, and hockey is the best sport. Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Oh. Uh, and even cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home. Uh, and you'll sit in on the Cigar Authority show, broadcasting live on March 8th from Tampa, Florida, right in the Cigar Factory. See, that's going to be... You're going to pull this off, no problem, right? Epic. Well, yeah. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. Uh, it's an this, interesting term. This price package is priceless, and uh, it has begun... Um, it, and uh, how you need to get in on it is to come in and buy a few Diamond Crown cigars. Get you an entry in it. And uh, stop by any two guys smoke shop. Get your entry in because uh, we're going to be uh, pulling this winner on January 25th. Right three on the show. Away, three weeks away. Just three weeks away. So, And uh, may I recommend the Julius Caesar? Yes. You may recommend that. And, Absolutely uh, can recommend it. Cigar. We're broadcasting got live right size. now. Yes. New size, that perfecto size that you used to only be able to get at Diamond Crown Lounge openings, and now you can buy it. 
It's my favorite one. We're broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, in the, the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Yes, we are. And uh, Diamond Crown is a uh, proud sponsor of the Cigar Authority. We thank them for that. Um, okay, so uh, this is the number one cigar of Cigar Journal. We're smoking the Davidoff Nicaraguan Robusto, and uh, I'm liking it. And uh, we're going to see what our cigar of the year is coming up in just a few weeks on Super Bowl Saturday. This is the day before the Super Bowl. This Davidoff is a contender in there. Um, we have the Aging Room as a contender, which yeah. Cigar Aficionado uh, made, as I want to call, uh, their number one cigar of the year in the free world. Right. Because they picked the <laughs> well, the, and the, the, the downside of the one that they picked, because they didn't pick the Havau, because they don't do a whole lot with Connecticut Shade. Right. Uh, they picked the Quattro, which although is phenomenal, each round of Quattro is a small batch type of thing. So once those are out, they're out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to deal with the next blend. Not a retail-friendly move from Cigar Aficionado. I'm not going to say that it's wrong. It's not retail-friendly. It's, it's, it's not, not good for the like. industry. It's not gentleman-like. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Okay. I was, I'm getting ready. Dave, this one is This is a special one. Okay, so while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and more gentleman-like from our friends at Debonair Cigars is gentleman Chuck Morris. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentlemen, you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Pull your pants up. Thank you. Sagging pants. (laughs) Do you know what sagging pants is? It's wearing pants below the waistline so that your undergarments are shown. I've always said, Chuck, if you can see the color of someone's underwear, you know too much about that person. Amen. And after today's Gentleman's Way, you're going to know probably even more. You may want to think twice if this is your style. It is believed that sagging pants began in the prison system where belts are prohibited due to the fact that they can be used as weapons or for means of suicide. True. Sagging was said to be a symbol that the sagger was sexually available to other prisoners or alternatively already taken by another inmate. Nice. Wow. Bottom line, pull your pants up. Unless you want to be known that way. Unless you want to be known that way. <laughs> Which is nothing wrong with that. Oh, like, I cannot <laughs> wait to have a conversation with Eric Wentworth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gentleman's Way is brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, are you debonair enough? Pull My pants are always up. Pants <laughs> up. Well done, Please? Gentleman Chuck Morrison. There we go. So, uh, geez. Hey, we got a letter from the North Pole. This is no joke. Well, Rudy thinks it's from him. Is this, uh, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> this was no. a This was a legit letter. In fact, honestly and truly, uh, Jeff Tucker, who sent it to us, I almost threw it away. He's the uh, fire chief of the North Pole. And he's a listener of the show, and he wrote a letter. And I, you know, getting it right after Christmas, getting a letter yeah. in the mail uh, on stationery from the North Pole. I'm like, Santa. You know, I, <laughs> when he, you fi- got, he finally I answered honestly, one of my letters. I you honestly know? thought it was junk mail. Junk mail starting to come with handwritten addresses on the front of it. And I'm like, 
oh, this, this has to be junk mail. And luckily I opened everything, but I was close to just going, this is definitely junk mail and just tossing it, and I'm so glad I didn't. Dear Mr. Garofalo, now, I think this oh, is that's a, a gentleman. I think this is a typo. I believe he meant to say, dear Mr. and Garofalo, because I'm okay. obviously on the show, but he left me out, as most people do. Uh, first, I want to let you know that my wife and I are big fans of your radio program. I download the Cigar Authority podcast on my iPod. Uh, in the summer, we pick out an evening and sit in the front yard with a drink and a couple of cigars and enjoy the program. In the winter, we do the same thing, but we sit in the hot tub, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. What do they have for, for summer? I mean, is it warm? Probably 50 degrees, yeah. It's like... Not, not only that, but the sun, the sun doesn't set till like 3 a.m. and it apparently rises at like 5 a.m. We're in a deep freeze here in New Hampshire. Deep freeze. It's below zero each night and it's single digit all day. Yeah, it's crazy. What is it like up there? Oh, my, my God. God. 70 below is imagine? normal. Uh, we've gone out and purchased cigars based on your comments and reviews. However, we don't have any local retailers to purchase cigars from or to speak to, so my purchases are either online or when I travel, I stop and shop at local retailers. I'm writing today to seek some advice on attending the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Here we Festival. go, ah. which we, uh, we do each year. Uh, it's going to be different this year. I think everybody's going to be stoned. Oh, God. Yeah, they are. <laughs> while listening to a recent broadcast from the festival, my wife and I decided this would be a great event to attend on a special vacation we have planned in 2014. For sure. Uh, it apparently is his 25th wedding anniversary. And he wants to spend it with us. At the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Uh, Jeff, you're I want to say get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, Jeff, swing by. We'll interview you. Oh, yes. This is interesting. So Jeff is the fire chief for the North Pole in North Pole, Alaska. Now, that's not an oxymoron. He's like neighbors with Rudy. Isn't he? He's got to be. North Alaska is the United States. Right, but Rudy Rudy is up there in that northern part of Canada off on the west coast. He obviously knows Rudy. Yes. Well, that goes without mention. Everyone from north of us knows Rudy. Uh, so yeah, that's fire it. chief in North Pole. It just does not make much. Yeah. Sense so anyway, he gets into how great we are and blah 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 blah. Right. right. Mostly he's talking about you. Which yes. again, there's another person on the show, Jeff. It's and, me and his gentleman Jack Morrison. And thank you. And we have a question from the chat box. Just going back to the uh, to the J.C. Newman contest real quickly. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of our listeners are are all over the world, all over yes. the country. So they want to know if they if they ordered, for example, Julius Caesar online. Can they be entered yes. in the contest? Buy Absolutely. at least three singles. You got to buy at least three, right. and, and you get in. And um, Jeff has one uh, one question, yeah. and the question is: Should he stay in the hotel that is hosting? TwoGuysCigars.com is what they're asking, right? TwoGuysCigars.com. Yes. Uh, number two. Jeff wants to know: Should he stay in the hotel for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, no. or stay off because although he likes to be part of the action and thinks that that part would be good. Being able to have some alone time and away time with the wife is also good. But everywhere else around there, well, while we were there, was a ghost town. The it's ho- like an off-season. The, the hotel yeah. was very dated. You know, if this is his 25th wedding anniversary. Yeah, stay in some place that's got at least four stars. Yeah. You know what? You could even and upgrade. And the hotel and people have, were very, very nice. They were awesome. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of cigar smoking going on. There's a lot of drinking, I could imagine. So when we go down there, even though we're off of Colorado and marijuana is legal, can we smoke marijuana legally? I believe we can. Yes. Really? I won't be doing that because I don't need any brain cells to be. I got everyone that I need. I can't 
spare a brain cell. I'm going to be so trying to make it happen for you <laughs> on the show. You, oh, you can, though. People can go there and get stoned legally. I believe that that is correct. Really? I believe you can go to a dispensary and just What has buy the show it. we're smoking? Cubans, we're talking about smoking weed. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gone way down. Oh, for, 2014. It's <laughs> not good. Not good. So uh, yeah. Anyway, thank thank you. Keep the letters in in uh, uh, emails and things com- uh, coming. You can uh, email us at um, info info at thecigarauthority dot com. There's also a Dave at thecigarauthority dot com and a Mr J at thecigarauthority dot com. Okay, good, good. So uh, you can also text the word cigars, cigars with an S to nine six three six two. And get on our list because we're going to start giving stuff away. We sent a little email out to make sure everything worked out. Yep. Whatever you call that. A text. Text uh, out to everybody to make sure it worked. And we can start having contests and things like that. So there's not a whole bunch of people on the list. So uh, get on there. I know we have a lot of listeners. So uh, text the word cigars to 96362. And we'll get you in on contests and stuff like that. So, uh that's that. Uh, it's time to take a look into social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media. Recluse Cigars for the best tweets I saw all week. Okay, these are the best tweets I saw all week. Well, another day has passed and I didn't use algebra once. True story. It is. <laughs> no trespassing. Violators will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. Like that, bees? <laughs> My wife says I never listened to her. At least that's what I think she said. True story. Because I really wasn't paying attention. Bacon is the answer. What was the question? <laughs> and the best Says the guy who doesn't like bacon. Right. Doesn't dig and on And the swim. best tweet I saw all week... I'll try to be nicer if you try to be smarter. All right. Those are the best tweets I saw all week. They were brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two bar. The old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every Every time. time. Yeah, baby. So that is that. Uh... Yeah, funny tweets are out there, and Christmas time brought a whole bunch more. But I'm gonna have to save till Christmas because they were very Christmas related, Christmassy, if you will. Christmassy. So uh, you were you had teased. Can you say that on the radio? Can you say Christmassy? You can still say it. Okay. I think you can. Yeah. Uh, you would mention look, something. Look how perfect this is burning. It's, look at the the ash with the, we talked about earlier with the ash and the cigar meats. Now this is a new cigar wow. also, but you can tell this is very aged tobacco. Yeah, it's a very a thin line, thin right mascara line, right? Yeah. Yes. And a, a very white ash and plenty of magnesium in the soil. What's going on? Going on. Effortless draw. Mm. Isn't this better than the Monte Cristo number two? It it's not is. even close. It certainly is. It's and not it's, one and two. It's one in yeah, 200. This, this is a $14 size in uh, the great state of New Hampshire where there's no it's tax. way better. I love this cigar. I think they did a great job. Congratulations, Hanky Kellner. You hit it out of the ballpark. You're talking about an old dog can't do new tricks. A guy mastered the Dominican tobacco. Now he's mastered on the first go out with Nicaraguan tobacco. Well, great. first release. I'm sure this isn't his first try. But right, first release. Right, right, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, you had teased uh, before the break about Rocky Patel <coughs> has a uh, 
has a cruise? Yes, he does. Rocky Patel has a cruise. He did it the past couple of years, and um, it's called The Ultimate Smoke on the Water. You can find this at RockyPatelCigarCruise.com. Uh, it goes out May 11th, and um, you uh, make a tour of uh, all the Caribbean islands, and Rocky Patel will be there with you. Uh, lots, of, lots of cocktail parties, lots of cigar smoking, um, May 12th to May 17th. Um, and he's got lots going on, uh, workshops about uh, how to smoke cigars and uh, the one-on-one camaraderie, and um, there'll be lots of drinking. He's a big drinker, too. He, he wasn't in our list of top 25, but I bet he's right up there. And uh, The decade was in the, the um, cigar journals list here, yeah. Rocky Patel decade, number seven. Okay, number seven, good. Um, yeah, you're looking at um, as low as uh, 995 no, six twenty-five. You can go uh, interior package. Uh, c- um, oh, that's companion. So uh, nine hundred and twenty-five for you, and the companion is only six twenty-five. If you can uh, bring your wife on a uh, oh, you cruise, could, you could go alone at six uh, six twenty-five. Nice. So uh, hey, he's uh, he's out there doing stuff. It's good to see, and uh, that's Rocky Patel. Probably if I was going to go on a cruise again, because I don't like cruising. I'm not a big fan of waiting in line for things. I'm not a big fan of people. I don't like sharing oxygen. But if I was going to do a cruise, it would be a smoking cruise. Because at least then you know you've got places you can go with people that aren't out of their mind. And I'm sure it's not every place. I'm sure it is designated places. Right. Because that's what it's, even though we know that there is no secondhand smoke problem. There's Anywhere in the whole it. world. Right. So, True. So, uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to our next segment. Uh, it is uh, brought to you by Fleur de Lorraine, bold and spicy, just the way I like it. A minute with Lorraine from Fleur de Lorraine. Remember Al Gore, former VP and global warming activist? Well, I'm here in Boston today and I'm freezing my little ass off. It's below zero and over a foot of snow outside. Today, I don't hear any mention of Al Gore. You see, Al Gore wrote a science fiction piece called Global Warming, and some of you believed it. You believed a lifetime politician who was lying in his pockets, and it was working. Up till it got cold out. You know what's averaging four degrees cooler ever since he started that Global Warming Cinderella fairy tale? Well, that's right. He did invent the internet, and without him, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation. I'm Lorraine, from Floyd De Lorraine Cigars. Bowl rich and spicy, the way I like it. And that's nice. Lorraine from Floyd de Lorraine. Okay, well, it's time to go to break. When we come back, we got old Fat Freddy. He's here live with us right now. And um, what else do we got? We got uh, the asylum, and we got uh, news about our 200th show coming up. 200 shows. Can wow, you believe unbelievable. it? Unbelievable. Uh, and a uh, special guest coming up just next week. So we got all that and more coming up. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. 
She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. Hey, this is Cigar Smoking Citizen Steve Saka, and you're listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
Old Spot Freddy is here, and we'll check in with him. And uh, we'll let you know what we're smoking next week so you can get prepared and smoke along with us as we prepare for our 200th show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Is next week the 200th show? No. It's the week after. Week after. Okay. So, uh, actually, next week, uh, we are taping our show uh, on Thursday. So uh, Because we lost out once again to the New England Patriots. Ah. Uh, Gentleman Chuck Morris. I know. New England Patriots, uh, yeah, are playing Saturday? Yeah, they're playing Saturday. It's up in the air if it's going to be a day game or a night game, but it has been set that it will be on Saturday, and they will face one of the teams that are playing this weekend, the highest-ranked seeded team. So uh, we'll have to tape our show. So we're going to tape it on Thursday. Uh, Those that like to listen in live uh, and want to catch it, you can catch it on thecigarauthority.com this Thursday the 9th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Four to six. Four in the afternoon. That's Eastern Standard Time, uh, New Hampshire time, New York time, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Four o'clock to six o'clock due to uh, Chuck Morrison and the New England Patriots. Um, But they're not the best sport to watch, football. It's hockey. Hockey, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. I mean, come on. I would rather watch curling than hockey. Stop it. I'm just saying. I find curling to be very fascinating. You're going to have your fix then. Curling's coming up. we get the Olympics next month. Do you that watch the Olympics? Do. you guys watch the Olympics? I watch a little bit. you got to watch the Olympics. Yeah. we got we got a little surprise coming up on the Cigar Authority having to do with uh, the Olympics. They're in Sochi. Yes. And uh, right now, behind the scenes, Dave and I are working on a little Sochi project. Yes. There's going to be an announcement made toward the end of the month. I like this. Pretty yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Pretty interesting. Don't touch that, dial. Beyond <laughs> <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> and uh, you know what will be interesting is going to be the Super Bowl. That's going to be played in New York outside, and it has been so cold. Oh. It, you know, imagine if it was like the, this week oh. that those, those people are going to be standing outside as a Super Bowl. You're talking big money to go stand out there. I wouldn't do it for free. I wouldn't stand out <laughs> you there couldn't for free. Pay, you couldn't pay me to go. I wouldn't do it for a thousand dollars. Stand out there and watch a football game? No way. And people are going to do it this weekend. I mean, They're out of their minds. Would you, would you do it if it was ballroom dancing? No. Okay. There is no thing that I would do to be outside for four hours watching Oh, we anything. could find something. No. They, there must be some bad stuff that happens out there in, the, in that kind oh. of cold weather because they're drinking so much and they're not covering it. I saw a picture on YouTube or something, or not YouTube, on Facebook, of a girl out in the game the other day with a bikini top on. This yeah. is crazy. I'm pretty sure that they're imbibing in some of the Colorado Rocky flour in order to make that happen. I was jump-starting one of our, our guys, uh, Pat, that his um, battery died on Thursday night. And uh, I must have been out, out in the elements for 10 minutes, maybe, tops. Wow. Yeah. My nose felt like it was frostbitten. Yeah. I was covered up good in my new jacket. I got a new North Face, north face jacket. Yeah. There you pretty, go. Pretty styling. I'm styling. So, uh, Speaking of ballroom dancing, since you brought nose. it up, Chuck, yes. I'll be DJing tonight at Dance New England. Uh, they've got a ballroom dance that starts at 8 o'clock. Men or women? Yes. yes. Uh, I'll dance with both. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but if you got... Uh, Wear your pants high. If you want to get... Right. Oh, yeah, I will. There'll be no sagging. Uh, just go ahead and uh, come on down at 78 Princeton Street, North Chelmsford, Massachusetts, Dance New England. Plenty of parking. It's 10 bucks to get in. And you can go last minute. You don't need reservations. No reservations, nothing. nothing. Just come on in, get your dance on. And are you teaching it or are you just dancing? Tonight I'm not. I'm just DJing. 
Just TJ. And you put a long song on and run out there and do a little dancing? I don't even have to put it on that long. I dance right in front of my little booth so I can yeah. put a regular song on. It's not yeah. like back in the day with you. I can set my program to just play the next song automatically. I don't even have to run back. I just walk. Yeah. I, I would know all the long songs to play if I had to go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. So I'd put the long song Paradise on. by the Dashboard Light is the number two song. If you got to go number it's two. It's not really a dancing song, though. They Ghost go out of their mind. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's not a I would never play that eight even minutes, once. And they go out there and they do their thing for eight minutes. They yell back and forth. Let me think on it. Donna Summer had a lot of long, yeah. long mm. songs and played something from Donna Summer and hot Bad stuff. Girls Hot Stuff that went into each other. Oh, no kidding. So you put that on and you got plenty of time. You can do number two if you had to. Nice. You know? So uh, next week we'll have Jose Ramos from Don Benito. How do you say it? Benino. Benino. Don Benino. Uh, cigars. It's a cigar out of Costa Rica. I'll tell you, Costa Rica, very overlooked country uh, for production of cigars. Great cigars coming out of Costa Rica. Great stuff. I smoked their new Maduro the other day. Well, it we'll was be very good. That was a taste for us to do it, but the launch will be happening on Thursday. We're going nice. to launch the cigar on Thursday. Um, and uh, tell you all about it. But very interesting how he explains the cigars. It's um, You smoke the cigar, and you pay attention to the aroma of the cigar. Now, I, I was explaining... Yeah, let's, why don't we go over that briefly, the difference between bouquet and aroma. There is a big difference, because when you smoke, when you smell a cigar before you light the cigar, the outside wrapper, the inside, and the smell foot, inside there. Yeah, just the getting all the happy smell. with everything going on smell. before you light it. That is the bouquet of the cigar. What kind of bouquet does it have? When you light a cigar and you're smoking a cigar, now it becomes the aroma of the cigar. No kidding. So that's the difference between bouquet and aroma. I learned something new today, gentlemen, Chuck Morris. And you should every single time. Every single time on the show. On the Cigar Authority, we're here to teach you a little <laughs> something new each time. There is a difference between bouquet. If you're smelling a flower, it's the bouquet of the flower, not the aroma of the flower, right? Correct. It's the bouquet. Because yeah. it has not been lit on fire that's yet. That's right. If you did light, light When it you on make fire. potpourri... And you light it on fire. This is the aroma. There you go. All so right. uh, we see him right in the audience here, but we have him on tape. Old Fat Freddy, who is right here live. He is here. If you want to come say right. hi, signing autographs. There we go. And uh, choosing uh, the right cigar for you is uh, Old Fat Freddy. Here he is. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people are super health conscious. Processed meats are definitely on the outs. In my day, we ate only the manliest of meats. You could always tell who the top dog was at the lunch table by how hot his salami was. Nowadays, desserts at high-end restaurants all come with freshly whipped cream. In my day, the only high-end restaurants were the French ones, and dessert was topped with creme fraiche. Nowadays, wine comes in everything from a box to a screw-top bottle. In my day, wine only came in wine bottles that were sealed by soaking the corks. We were man-meat-feeling, creme fraiche-eating men who soaked the cork. Sometimes, aging <laughs> makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Creme fraiche. Hmm. That could mean a lot of things. 
<laughs> Old Five Freddy never disappoints. He never Neither does. does. The Davidoff Nicaraguan Robusto was smoking the number one cigar of the year, according to Cigar Journal. Yes. The number three cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado. And so they're both rating it high. Yep. And they're in the contenders for the cigar of the year from us. And we have the contenders for the 2013 Cigar of the Year, and they include Via Havana Corojo. Costa Rican cigar. Costa Rican cigar. This is uh, um, a Corojo, and we haven't had a winner in Corojo since uh, Camacho back in the day in 2002. Uh, but Atabay actually was the Cigar of the Year this year, which is also a Costa Rican cigar. Again, uh, I think Cigar Aficionado is missing an entire country. Yeah. Uh, cigar Journal, too. I mean, they're not paying attention Costa to Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't even exist, but I'm telling you, some great cigars coming out of Costa well, they're, Rica. They're, 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 some of the best, they're some of the best rolled cigars. Yeah. They're the highest paid rollers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got Asylum 13, 6x60. This would be the first 60 ring gauge to win a cigar of the year. Uh, it's certainly selling like crazy. Not the first nominated, by the way. E.P. Grail Inch the year before was nominated, but... Yep. Uh, Hammer and Sickle Icon. This was blended by Hanky Kellner. Um, Phenomenal. Like, like the cigar we're smoking now. Uh, it would be uh, the fourth out of that factory to win. And uh, we'll watch uh, Hammer and Sickle Icon and see where that shows up. Perla Del Mar is a Nicaraguan box pressed uh, with shade wrapper on it. Yeah. And uh, Difficult to box press a shade wrap cigar. Yep. And... Um, it is, uh, they, they won before with their Brick House in 2009. Uh, here is their box pressed, um, and a box press won with uh, CAO Cameroon back in 2000. Um, so that's Perla Del Mar from the J.C. Newman folks. Uh, Bandolero, another Costa Rican cigar uh, overlooked by everyone else. Uh, this is Nelson Alfonso's uh, made in Costa Rica with no Costa Rican tobacco, though. Um, a very unique uh, cigar, and uh, the winner, uh, Nelson Alfonso, wins with Atabay last I'm year. I'm curious to find out if Jose Ramos is going to disclose what makes up his cigar coming out of Costa Rica because there's two manufacturers here, right. Nelson Alfonso and Stephen Adib. Neither of them will release what their cigars are made of for fear the cigar will be copied because they are that good. Right. Uh, Both of them. Right. Both from Costa Rica, Chuck. Okay. So I'm curious to find out if this is a whole Costa Rican thing where the cigars, they're afraid the cigars are so good, they don't disclose what's in them. Well, I'll tell you, uh, and, and I heard this from Nelson Alfonso, that he does not get written up in Cigar Aficionado uh, because he will not divulge um, the, the blend or any of the tobaccos that are in it. And they said if... Um, if you don't tell us uh, the blend of what's in it, they're so we will not exacting. write about it. They're so exacting with their criteria. Like the cigar has to be in 200 shops across the United States. Yeah, they did. Which yeah. a Cuban cigar wins. It's yeah. not in any shops in the United <laughs> right. States. So, yeah. Very interesting that that's what so, they're going to stand well, on. And Nelson says, good. Don't write about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, the cigar will stand for itself. Yeah. And it does. Um, another uh, contender for the Cigar of the Year, uh, which will uh, come out on the Saturday before the Super Bowl, uh, is the Davidoff Nicaraguan, the one we're smoking right here, the same exact size uh, that was picked by Cigar uh, Journal as the number one Cigar of the Year. Will it take the place here? We'll see. Um, and Aging Room Haval. This is uh, Aging Room. The, all this stuff is good. We chose the Haval, which is the uh, shade. Shade-wrapped, uh, and it's shade. regular production. That blend will not change. Yeah, very, very good cigar, and those really guys good. have it going on. So uh, really it's going to be a tough one, I'll tell you. Um, we're getting uh, lots of input from everybody. Uh, lots of emails. 
And um, some one emailer wrote and wanted to vote out a cigar. Really? Yeah. Which one do you mind? Uh, can, yeah. I'm not going to get into that, but it was it was I would like to vote for this one not to win. Yeah. <laughs> and that was interesting. No, you cannot do that. You can uh, do it, but I don't know. Well, yeah, the vote is. I'm not going to count it as a non-vote. Yeah. So you know, somebody votes for say Davidoff Nicaraguan, and he says no, so I take it away a yeah. Davidoff vote. It's not how it's going to work. And the key has to be that you have had to have smoked every single one of them. Sure. Right. You can't smoke one and say this is the best one because you have nothing to compare it to. Yes, it is a good cigar. It's in the contender, of course. But you might be missing team. out. Yeah. You, you, there might be a better one. So uh, th- that is the criteria. You don't have to smoke them all at the same time like we do, but you yeah. know you can you could go one at a time. That's for authority notes. only. Correct. Yeah, well, you got to be a professional. I'll tell you, next week, uh, Jose Ramos uh, from Don Benino Cigars out of Costa Rica, he likes when I smoke his cigar along with another cigar. Like, he'll come in, and I'm smoking a cigar already, and he says, yeah, I want you to try the new one. Here's the Maduro. I want you to try it. And I go to put the cigar down, and he goes, no, no, I want you to smoke them both at the same time. Huh. And let me explain why. And he says, you'll end up seeing what ends up happening. So we'll, we'll go do it next week. We'll actually okay. do it yeah. with him and maybe smoke some other person's cigar along with that. And you know what ends up happening? The, the good cigar you're already smoking, you put it down because there's something about the cigar. It's very, very different. It's, it, it's aromatic more than its flavor. Which, since you're using your sense of smell, I mean, that does play on a back end into the flavor. It plays back in, but it's yeah. not the flavor right up front. You know that Kuavari brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it reminds me of that. That's a similar, similar the, kind the of thing going on. The same thing ends up happening. You know, you, you Only s- cigar I've ever had a dream about, by the way. Yeah. Kuavari. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll look for that next week. On January 25th. That will be our 200th show. Unreal. 200 shows we did. That's 400 hours. 200 shows and 400 hours. 2,000, 240,000 minutes of broadcasting about cigars and this other trivial crap that we throw in to fill up the space. Um, And on that show, which is, again, January 25th, that's when we will give away a trip to Tampa with us to do the show and everything, everything that goes on uh, with it. So that's January 25th. So we'll look forward to that. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Appropriate. Okay, so now let's take a peek. Let's take a peek into the crazy room, the asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. It was a warm summer day in 1989, and the the under-the-weather Zeke McCluskin was thinking of anything but setting the world's record. After a sneeze that he could not successfully hold back, an 11.5-inch snot bubble grew out of the side of the unsuspecting five-year-old's nose. That's insane and disgusting. But I could go for a sunny-side egg right now. I don't know why. Who's coming with me? That's Asylum, brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 
to the insane six by eighty. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho. <laughs> that they are, Mr. Jonathan. So much for our lunch crowd. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. sometimes you see a world's record and you just gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. The world's largest snot bubble. There we go. So, uh. I got nothing left. You're out of material. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing left. Well, we haven't checked in with uh, Gentleman Chuck Morrison in a while to see how his uh, moving mountains is going. Yeah? I am curious. Yeah, thanks for asking, man. It's a new year. You got the new year, so you got a lot of people, you know, now setting their resolutions and getting serious about goals. This must be a big bump for you as far as people jumping in. Now, how do you get them to go from jumping in and saying, yeah, I want to change my life. I want to make mountains move. I want to go after this thing that I'm passionate about. How do you get them to not just say, I'll do it. January 1st, but how do you get them to go past that, yeah. let's say three months, and then maybe it becomes a year's goal for them? What's your strategy well, for the that? Well, the real key there is, is to have a coach, you know, or some, some level of accountability, because oftentimes when you try to go at it by yourself, it's the reason why you have so many people, for example, you know, start a gym membership on January 1st and come February 1st, you can't find them with the search warrant. Right. You know, there's like, there's no, there's no accountability partner. They're just, uh, they're all fired up to start off and then, you know, maybe they miss a day or one day turns into or three. Or you get sore after the first time and you're yeah, like, That's part oh. of the experience though. I mean, that's part of your body transforming. So the, really the key, Mr. Jonathan, is, is, you know, it's a level of, see, motivation is temporary. You got to get serious about it. You got to have a level of accountability. And a lot of times, if you can't hold yourself accountable, have a partner, have a coach, have someone there to. And this is where you come in. This is where I come in. This is where I kick your butt a little so bit, make sure you don't fall off that wagon, keep you in action keep you moving towards that goal so once you achieve it what do you do you raise the bar again so you you've got the app yep. someone signs up for the app you got the vision board thing going yeah. on they put yeah. their pictures how do you know as the coach from the outside that they're living up to what's going on in the app. Are Weekly tap- check-ins, yeah. They, we- are you tapped into the app yourself? Well, the app's a little bit different. The app's just kind of a goal-setting app that they use independently through Making Mountains Move. We have coaching programs, group coaching programs. There's like work uh, worksheet calendars. With When you uh, say weed, is there a mouse in your pocket or do you have a whole team? No, it's just mo- mostly myself, but it's okay. me and the client. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a team form. You know, it's, yeah. it's working together. So we got that going on, which is great. The app, I mean, it's, it's blowing up right now because, it's, again, it's that time of year where people are just get, setting the goals, setting yeah. the resolutions. you got the goal setters, and then you have goal getters. There's a big distinction. Uh, the other thing I'm doing, I'm now doing drop shipping, believe it or not, like uh, arbitrage, essentially, Dave, monetizing the difference between two different markets. So oh. got a little business going on the side with FlippingFulfillment.com if you want to check that out. and uh, Flipping? Fulfillment.com. Yep. What is that? It's, uh, it's, it's drop shipping, essentially. It's, it's leveraging sites like eBay and Amazon and, uh, oh, and right. Walmart, things like that, and uh, essentially monetizing the difference between two different marketplaces selling any kind of uh, items you can think of. It's e-commerce. Okay. Yep. So now with, like, we're talking about the, the transformation of the state of business right now. So many people moving away from their desktops and their laptops and switching over to mobile devices, tablets, and things of that sort. That, that's where most activity online is taking place. And from an e-commerce standpoint, it's a massive opportunity for, for retailers of all sorts, brick and mortar to, to online, to really make sure that you're properly monetized and, and, and positioned to, to leverage that market. So a lot of exciting things going on, guys. So how, so how did they get your app? How do they, get, they, go to the, uh, they go to the app store. Yeah. They search for Vision Board Pro because we don't mess around. There we we do a professional. All right. Vision Board 
Pro. Yeah, it's a vision board a, app. Is there an amateur one if I just want to there get are. My, yeah, put my toe in the water? There is. You can check. Yeah, actually, regular do. vision board. Just like our boy on Thursday is going to have us smoke his cigar versus another one. I challenge anyone to take our app, my app, and, and stack it against anyone else's out there in the marketplace. Night and day, miles ahead. Okay, and if they want Chuck Morrison making mountains move, how do they find you there? They just they can go to making mountains. Thanks, Dave. By the way, they can go to makingmountainsmove.com. MakingMountainsMove.com. Full warning, full disclosure, going to put you into action. Going to kick your butt a little bit, all right? All right. Uh, the email address is Chuck at MakingMountainsMove.com. And if they are interested in, in, in doing something online, maybe creating a primary income source or a secondary income source, trying to maybe create an additional income source online, they can check out FlippingFulfillment.com. Um, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty cool stuff. It's like 20 bucks a month, but... Uh, uh, the really cool part from an online standpoint is we have about 83% of the people actually succeeding in the black, Big making number. money within their first 30 days. So wow. it's legit. It's not one of these, you know, there's no recruiting or networking or blogging there's or no, any of that. No pyramid crap. None of in. that. None of that. It's just yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, go in, you, you set up an eBay account, you, you, you set up a PayPal account. I mean, it's all legit. You're dealing with legitimate retailers finding items that, uh, that you can monetize with the difference between said marketplaces. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty exciting. Very the world is changing. I mean, we don't buy things where we used to buy them. I'll tell you, my wife uh, did 90% of her shopping without going to the mall, and she likes shopping. She does like shopping. But uh, yeah. it was easier. Did quick. she do it on her phone? I don't know that. I would say no. Okay. I don't think she's there yet. I could be wrong. I don't know. I think uh, she's on the computer a lot. She got the tablet too. She got the whole thing going on. Yeah, but sites nice. like Zappos and oh, Amazon—I mean, yeah. blowing up, yeah, blowing up. This and whole thing with the droids makes me nervous. What's going on with the, the droids? Where, where you know, allegedly in a couple of years or whatever, Amazon's going to have this drop shipping thing where within two hours of you placing your order online, this droid's going to drop your package off at your, your front house. door. Front yeah. door. I'm have you seen the about- 3D printers? Yes. That's crazy. The world is changing. I don't don't think they can make these yet. The cigars? Cigars. No. No, I don't think you can make a cigar with 3D printing. Yeah. You'd have to have tobacco ink. This is an old school, old world type of thing. And and it gives me the opportunity to say, too, that if at all possible, go to your brick and mortar store and support them. I know things are getting easier online and stuff like that, but if you want a place to go and sit and smoke a cigar, well, you have to like support this. them, it's, keep them in business. It's 1,000 degrees below zero outside. Uh, we've never been busier on a Saturday afternoon as far as people coming in, hanging out, and this is one of the luxuries that a brick-and-mortar cigar retailer offers. Yeah. Every seat is taken. They're, yep. they're all taken. We're actually, when we get up and give up our seats, there's going to be more people sure. sitting down, and this is something that you essentially pay for when you buy your cigar. Yeah. Right. You might pay a few cents more for the cigar in the shop, but you got to understand we got overhead, we got heat, we got electricity. Yeah, you, well, you got, you got, got a the place big screen, you, to, you got the game on, you got the Wi-Fi, you got the experience, you got coffee, you got beverages. We've I mean, got a place for you to go when it's freezing cold out and you can't stand smoking in your garage anymore. I know who's not listening to the show right now. Is the wife because she hasn't texted you? No, no. Oh, Nick Perdomo. <laughs> Why? He just text me. Because wants to know how things are going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, broadcasting yeah. just live. Just doing a show. Yeah. Don't so, worry about it, So Nick. he's actually not listening. You're an advertiser on the show. <laughs> you don't have to listen. That's fine. We would just mention, and I was just talking to uh, Paul Beasley, who talks to him often. I said, you know, I haven't heard from Nick in a long time. And here's a text from him minutes later. So uh, that's that. Uh, we've got a lot to look forward to in 2014 in the cigar industry. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you, um, 1,000 
cigar brand names were trademarked in 2013. Come on. 1,000, which is up from an average of usually 400. 1,000. Wow. What are they projecting names. for 14? Well, this is in order for them to do it. They had to apply in 2013 to get the trademark. So we're going to so see two, the effect. We're going to see 1,000 cigar brand names no come kidding. out in 2014. Where's the trade show this year? It is the same place as last Vegas year, Las again. Vegas. They did it two years in a row, yeah. The question is where are they going to put it the year after? Um, you guys are going to have some tough choices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough in, in, the, in the cigar industry. It's tough to end up finding a, a place that will actually accept us. Actually, uh, years ago, and we used to have it in Vegas a lot, Vegas threw us away, said, you know, we don't want you anymore. And then things got tough. And then they called up and said, we were just joking, you know. Yeah, just kidding. Later, uh, because we are big revenue. I mean, you're talking about 4,000 people that, that show yeah. up at that, at that. And they all have gambling and drinking yeah. problems, so you make your money back. Yeah. yeah. Another organization I'm part of is the TAA, Tobacconist Association of America. I sit on the board of directors of both groups. The TAA, we have our mid-year meeting actually this Monday. So I'm leaving Monday morning uh, for a few days to Atlanta. And I was happy to do that because I said I'm going to get away from the cold for a few days and go to Atlanta, Georgia, where it happens to be colder there uh, when I go there. You know, I looked at the extended forecast, and uh, it's going to be in the 20s while it's going to be warming up over here. I'm going to actually go from... warmer here at that time to, to well, actually Well, the cool, cool thing about you going down there is the rest of us uh, here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, we basically get four days off because the boss won't be around. It'll be good. <laughs> Three. I'll be back Wednesday night <laughs> and uh, back to work on Thursday. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll be broadcasting the show next week. We're going to uh, come in on Thursday and we're going to get ready because from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, this Thursday, we'll uh, be taping the show for Saturday's broadcast. Uh, with us will be Jose Ramos from Don Magneto, uh, Magneto Cigars out of Costa Rica. I believe the G is silent. I believe it's Benino. Benino? G is silent. It's, it's B-E-N-I-G-N-O. And we carry the brand, but I just can't pronounce it because it's we'll a We'll have him give us a proper pronunciation. Yes, he will. He's from Cuba himself. And uh, he got out of there a few years ago, and uh, he is uh, distributing uh, that cigar uh, from... Um, Local Costa guy, Rica. too. He lives in Nashua, New Hampshire. Of all places. We got some questions for him, man. Right. We do have some questions. You left Paradise, and you moved to Nashua, New Hampshire. And, uh, yeah, so I'll come back with that and information, whatever information I get from the TAA, I'll uh, bring forward to you and, and let you know. So uh, that'll be uh, this Thursday night. Four to six o'clock. That's all I got. We ran out of material. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Welcome to a new year. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. I hope uh, one thing you didn't give up on this year for your New Year's resolution is premium cigars. Right. Right? So uh, don't give up on it. Uh, Thank you again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking Cigar Journal's number one cigar of the year, it's a Nicaraguan tobacco rolled and fermented in the Dominican Republic, the Davidoff Nicaraguan. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 